0: Good morning, Maranatha. This is Pastor Evangelist Robert Venable, and it is time for Sunday Morning Alive right here on our website. I just want to take a moment before we get into God's Word and God's message this morning to thank each and every one of you that come to our website to let us be a part of your devotional life and your spiritual health and well-being. Praise God. You know, the Bible said of the Word of God that if we receive it into good ground, it will bring forth fruit 30, 60, and 100 fold. So every time we expose ourselves to God's Word and we receive it with willing hearts to give heed to it, to listen and with the intention of obeying and putting into practical practice in our life uh, of what God is saying to us by His Spirit through His Holy Word today. We just want to thank you for your interest. We want to thank you for your spiritual hunger today. Praise God. You know, it's traditional to go to church and uh, on Sunday morning if you're a Christian, uh, but you don't have to come here. You, No one's going to know whether you came or whether you did not come or whether you read the Bible or no one's going to be keeping track of you except for the Lord himself. Amen. Well, we want to please God, not just try to please man and keep a tradition. We want to demonstrate our hunger and thirst for righteousness. And I just thank you. I believe this ministry is geared toward The hungry and thirsty as God's children because you're going to be filled with what we're going to bring through this ministry and that's instruction in righteousness through the word of God. Hallelujah. Amen. Well, and if you are not a Christian and you don't know Jesus as your Savior and you have found your way here, we don't believe in accidents. Amen. We believe that this is a divine appointment. And I pray that what you hear today will help you make the greatest decision that you will ever make in all of your life. There are great decisions that must be made, and decisions that are made, every decision has consequences. And the decision you make concerning whether to receive Christ as your Savior or to reject Him after hearing the gospel literally will determine your eternal destiny. It'll be the greatest decision you ever made, and it can have positive or negative consequences. Today, I pray you will stay tuned. Amen. I believe this pandemic has has made us all think about uh, how, how life is not guaranteed. Nothing in life is guaranteed. You know, the scripture said, woe to them that say, tomorrow I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna go to this city and that city and build this and open that and all of these plans that we make. And he said, listen, listen, you should say, if the Lord wills, we will do this. And if the Lord wills, We will do that because you do not know what another day is going to bring. Amen. Listen, it's so good in these uncertain times and living in an uncertain world to be certain when you receive Jesus that God is in control, not only of your circumstance, but of your eternal soul. Praise God. Amen. It's so good to be a Christian this morning. And I want to shout out to all of our our physical congregation here in Tampa, Florida. Can't wait. Can't wait. Chomping at the bits the old timers used to say about a horse that is ready to run. I can't wait till we can all be together again. Uh, But until we are, here we are, Gathering around the Word of God this morning, fulfilling the Scripture, forsake not the assembling of yourself together, as the manner of some is, but much more as you see the day approaching. All right, having said that, we're going to talk about hope for the hopeless today. And, and in so doing, we're going to declare something I really appreciated years ago on a church sign, uh, and, and I like the, the, the very positive that offsets the terrible negative. Listen, it said this, N-O, no Jesus, N-O, no hope. And on the other side it said, K N O no Jesus K N O W hope no Jesus no hope no Jesus no hope hallelujah we want to know Jesus that we might know hope if you have your bibles turned with me on this this very important message today for all of us hope for the hopeless ephesians 2 11 and 12. It says, Wherefore remember, that ye being in time past Gentiles in the flesh, who are called uncircumcision by that which is called circumcision, in the flesh made by hands, that at that time ye were without Christ, being aliens from the commonwealth of Israel, and strangers from the covenants of promise, having no in no hope and without god in the world listen from the amplified it says remember you were at that time separated living apart from christ excluded excluded all part from all part in him utterly estranged and outlawed from the rights of israel as a nation strangers with no share in the sacred compacts of the messianic promise. With no knowledge of or right in God's agreements. His covenants. And you had no hope. No promise. You were in the world without God. Now friend, that is the very terrible negative. Listen. One paraphrase says you were lost without God. And without hope. Philip's translation, an old a uh, truth translation, said you had nothing to look forward to, and no God to whom you could turn. Moffat's translation said devoid of hope and devoid of God. Therefore I want to tell you this morning, without Jesus is to be without salvation. Acts four and verse twelve is very clear. It says, Neither is there salvation in any other, for there is none other name under heaven given among men whereby we must be saved. The scriptures clearly declare that there is no salvation without Jesus Christ. I know it's not uh, trending today. I know it is not politically correct. This is not about being politically correct. This is not about following what's trending. This is about following what is true. The liberal religions and religious philosophies of one God with many roads that lead to him is a lie propagated by the devil and spread by false teachers. Jesus is not a way to God. I want to say that again. Jesus is not a way to God. Jesus is the way to God. And to take it further, he is the only way to God. Uh, Larry King passed away recently. A great talk show host. Kind of the daddy of them. Amen. For so many years. And there was a a prominent minister, I forget his name, but I'll never forget his his straightforward, biblically-based true answer that he gave to Larry King's question. As he quizzed him about Jesus Christ and the gospel, he said, isn't it arrogant of Jesus to say and claim that he was the only way to God? And immediately... The answer came from this prominent leader who, I am so proud of his answer, he said, not if it's true. If it isn't true, then the whole Christian faith is is a fable and a fantasy. If it is true, then it excludes man-made religions. Every, Every leader of every world religion, without exception, died. Buddha is dead and and his ashes were 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 sprinkled into the ganges river mohammed is dead amen and and entombed listen every every leader of every world religion is dead and they stayed dead and they are dead but the leader of the christian faith rose from the dead to validate everything that he said. Now, if you want to listen to a dead leader of a man-made religious system, you can choose that. But I choose to listen to the one who conquered death, who rose from the dead, to validate everything that he said. The Amplified said, there is salvation in and through no one else, for there is no other name under heaven, given among men, by and in which we must be saved. Jesus Christ literally said, I am the way, not a way, but the way, the truth, and the life. He said, any man that tries to climb up any other way is the same as a thief and a robber. What does that mean? That means that that he paid our sin debt. His sinless blood was shed that we sinful men and women might be forgiven and reconciled unto God. He paid the sacrifice. His blood was the only blood that could, could sprinkle the mercy seat, could obtain salvation for us. And for anyone to try to get to heaven any other way than the way that God has made through Christ is trying to rob him of the glory that is, due Him and Him alone, Him who suffered and died in our behalf. The issue is not Christ or Krishna, Jesus or Buddha, Christianity or New Age philosophies. The claims of Christ are explicit. He is the only way to God. John fourteen six says, And Jesus said unto him, I am the way, the truth, and the life, No man cometh to me. Amen. No man cometh to the Father except by me. Hallelujah. Someone has said, Jesus Christ is God's everything for man's total need. When someone comes out with a new product that is in great demand and fulfills its claim, someone else will produce a similar product that is not the same. The original producer will end each advertisement with this phrase years ago. Except no substitutes. Friend of mine, I want to submit to you today when the issue is eternity, heaven or hell, saved or lost, except no substitutes. Saw a bumper sticker the other day that said, I wouldn't be caught dead without Jesus. You see, without Jesus, according to the scripture, there is no salvation. And without Jesus Christ, we have no true freedom. John 8 in verse 36 says, If the Son shall make you free, you shall be free indeed. This is the real deal. This is authentic freedom. Until the sin question is settled through Christ, man is held in bondage. John 8, uh, in the Amplified said, Jesus said unto those Jews who believed on him, If you abide in my word and hold fast to my teachings and live in accordance with them, you are truly my disciples and you will know the truth and the truth will set you free. They answered and said unto him, "'We're Abraham's offspring, descendants and descendants. "'And have you never been in bondage to anybody? "'What do you mean by saying you'll be set free?' "'Jesus answered them, "'I assure you most solemnly I tell you, "'whoever commits and practices sin is the slave of sin. "'Now a slave does not remain in the household permanently forever.' The son of the house does remain forever. So if the son liberates you, makes you free, men, then you are really and unquestionably free. Glory be to God. This was Paul's answer to sin's binding power. Romans 8 and verse 2, it says, For the law of the Spirit of life in Jesus Christ hath made me free From the law of sin and death. The paraphrase of this I like. It says for the power of the life-giving spirit. And this power is mine. Through Jesus Christ. Has freed me from the vicious circle of sin and death. Hallelujah. To our dear friends of color and this audience. Remember the chant. Free at last. Free at last. Great God Almighty. I'm free at last. Well, thank God there is a liberator from sin's enslavement, and that is Jesus Christ. The debt that he paid in full on that cross gives God the opportunity He already has the power. He already has the will to do it. All he needed was a way to do it. And the way to set us free, amen, was to buy us back, to redeem us from the one that held us in bondage. Once bondage by and to sin has been broken through Christ, every other binding force can be broken. Christ's anointing was a liberating anointing. Jesus declared this anointing to deliver from bondage when he began his public ministry. In Luke four seventeen, it says, And there was delivered unto him the book of the prophet Esaias, or Isaiah. And when he had opened the book, he found the place where it was written, The Spirit of the Lord is upon me. Because he hath anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor, he has sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to preach deliverance to the captives and recovering of sight to the blind, to set at liberty them that are bruised, and to preach the acceptable year of the Lord. Remember the great camp meeting song, He set me free, He set me free. He broke the bonds of prison for me. I'm glory bound, my Jesus to see. For glory to God, he set me free. Second Corinthians 3.17 said, Now the Lord is that spirit. And where the spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. The Amplified says emancipation from bondage, freedom. Abraham Lincoln issued a document on January 1st, 1863, called the Emancipation Proclamation. Listen to it. All persons held as slaves within any state or designated part of a state shall be then, thenceforth, and forever free. (laughs) Jesus began his ministry with an Emancipation Proclamation declaring that men and women, boys and girls, can be free from sin's captivity, condemnation, and consequences. Abraham Lincoln's words were not without power. They were spoken by one in great authority. He went on to say in the executive government of the United States, including the military and naval authority thereof, will recognize and maintain the freedom of such persons. I'm going to tell you today, I believe the Holy Spirit himself is God's military branch of government. The anointing, still breaks the yoke. Christ, through the Holy Spirit, is the great emancipator. That habit that holds you, if you come to Christ as your Savior and surrender your life to Him, make Him the Lord of your life... God will break that chain just as sure as He promised in His Word. Hallelujah. Amen. And procure that victory on the cross for you. We need today, and you need today, anything that holds us back, anything that represents bondage, the, the enslavement of sin, that addiction to pornography, addiction to drugs, addiction to alcohol, addiction to money, addiction to fame, whatever that spirit of addiction is. I declare that it can and will be broken when you begin to call upon the name of this great emancipating God. Hallelujah. The gospel is an emancipation proclamation. You can be set free today in the name of Jesus Christ. Without Christ, we're without hope. Therefore, scripture just said without God and therefore without hope in this world. Someone has said the world sees only a hopeless end, but the Christian sees an endless hope. Listen to First Thessalonians 4:13, "But I would not have you to be ignorant, brethren, concerning them which are asleep, people that have died in the Lord, that you sorrow not even as others which have no hope. Hope, dear friend, is distinctive to the Christian. It sets us apart, no matter how dark the night, we know morning will come. Listen to Psalm 30, verse 4 and 5. Sing unto the Lord, O ye saints of His, give thanks at the remembrance of His holiness. For His anger endureth, but for a moment. In His favor is life. Weeping may endure for a night, but only a night. Joy cometh In the morning, praise God, the darkness shall not prevent the dawn, literally. Moffat, an old translation, said, tears may visit us at night, but in the morning there are shouts of joy. Amen. You know when morning comes? It's not when the circumstance changes and all is well. Morning comes when the sun, (laughs) S-O-N, amen, of righteousness arises in your heart with healing in his wings. Hallelujah. The saved shall walk in the light of hope. The lost grope in the darkness of despair. Proverbs four, eighteen and 19 says, But the path of the just is as the shining light, which shineth more and more unto the perfect day. You know, when the sun begins to come up, you see a, a, a bit of light and as the sun keeps rising you see more light and when the sun is in its per, in in its absolute light of noon then you see the perfect day listen to verse 19 the way of the wicked is as darkness they know not at what they stumble i'm going to read this from the amplified as well the path of the un compromisingly just and righteous, is like the light of the dawn that shines more and more brighter and clearer until it reaches full strength and glory in the perfect day. Look at the path of the unsaved. The way of the wicked is as deep darkness. Oh, the depths of darkness that whelm and overwhelm the Christless heart. A missionary once said, the great without is written upon the lost today. Friend of mine, the great without should never be in your life because God has made a way. God has made a way. And there's no salvation offered through any other. Brother Venable, aren't you trying to be, shouldn't you be more pragmatic? Shouldn't you you accept and, and, and shouldn't you be more? No, not if I'm going to deliver God's word, not if it involves. It involves whether you go to heaven or you go to hell. This is where pragmatism doesn't work. This is where we don't give up something to get something so we can all uh, somehow uh, blend all of the world religions and atheism if you want to. That if there isn't a God, somehow another some God is going to help you. If there's no God, there's no hope. And if there's no way to heaven but Christ, there's no hope in any other. And that's why Christians laid down their life. That's why they were killed and tortured. And that's why they are still hated today in the Christian community. Because we are not pragmatic on this issue. We don't give up something. We don't give up anything. We do not apologize for what Jesus clearly taught. Because he's the one that went to the cross He's the one that suffered and died. He's the one that God sent to save us. And there's not salvation in any other. And that's just the way that it is. We're not trying to win friends. I want to be a friend to everyone that I can. But we're not here to win friends and influence people. We are here to proclaim the gospel of Jesus Christ. And to do it without apology. We want to see people saved. We want people to share this hope that we have, for it's like an anchor that is sure and steadfast for the soul today. I am a minister of the gospel of Jesus Christ, And I'm, I want to encourage every other minister. I'm 74 years old, uh, recently, and I am more committed today. 50, 57 years of pastoral ministry here in Tampa, Florida at the Holy Church of God Incorporated. Oh, friend of mine, I am, I am not about to begin to, to change anything that the scriptures have declared about Jesus, about the lost, about the saved, about the way to heaven. Why, Brother Venable? Because it's almost over. My My tenure here is almost up. Amen. I, I'm, uh, if I went home tomorrow, uh, no one would be surprised because three score and ten is given to man, and by reason of strength, four score. There's not that many years left except for the grace of God for me to preach the gospel. But if I was a brand new preacher, a brand new evangelist, a brand new Christian leader, I want to know that no blood of any person is going to be required at my hands because I didn't declare what the scriptures declare about Jesus. Amen. The Apostle Paul put it this way. I have not shunned to declare unto you the whole counsel of God. I didn't hold back anything. I didn't leave out anything. I didn't edit anything, change anything. Therefore, I am pure from the blood of all men. It would be an awful thing to know that souls were lost because we followed what is trending instead of what is true. Hallelujah. I I want to declare to you once again today, the word of God is true. Heaven and earth will pass away, but God has declared that His word would abide forever. And he that doeth the will of God will be just as permanent as the word of God is. We will abide forever with Him. Today, God loves you. God loves you. God loves you. With all of His heart. He loved you enough to give His only begotten Son that you might be saved if you would believe on Him. Repent of your sin and put your trust in Him. Friend of mine, I know without any shadow of a doubt that God is calling you to salvation if you don't know Jesus. Because you are without hope. Because you are without God in this world. This fallen world, this sin-darkened world, this enslaved world. Listen, no one is free without Jesus setting them free. You've got to serve somebody. It may be the devil, it may be the Lord, but friend, as the, as the song says by Bob Dylan, Robert Zimmerman wrote it when he had a brush with this truth of Christ uh, years and years years ago now, you got to serve somebody. It may be the devil or it may be the Lord, but you got to serve somebody. Amen. And when you choose to make Jesus the Lord of your life and the savior of your soul, amen. Yes, you will become the servant of the most high God. Hallelujah. And God will bless you and God will keep you. And the enemy is forced to let you go. Praise God. Hallelujah. We used to sing a song in our church, a spiritual, that said, Can't nobody do me like Jesus. He's my friend. And I want to declare unto you today that there's no one that can liberate you from all that holds you in darkness, and blindness, and bondage. But Jesus, but thank God whom the sun sets free, whom the sun sets free, is free indeed. Oh, don't run from God. Don't turn from the light and run into the darkness. Run to the light, run to the love, run to the liberation. Not only from sin's bondage, but from the fear of death and the fear of eternity. Ah, uh, face these realities in faith and in true hope. <laughs> Come to Jesus today. No, Jesus. No. No hope. No, Jesus. K-N-O-W no hope. Hope that will last forever. Hope that will take you home when this life is over. Hope that even death can't conquer or cancel. In Jesus' name.